Welcome to Secrets to Victorious Living podcast. This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. I'm Lucia Claiborne. Thank you for joining me today as we discover God's secrets to help you overcome life's challenges. This will help you become victorious in every area of your life. Today's your day to start walking in and experiencing a greater level of victory. Happy New Year! As we start this new year, I thought it would be a great time to talk about our habits. So today, I'll be starting a new series on habits. What are five habits that you'd like to change this coming year that would make your life better so that you can go from ordinary to extraordinary? Five habits that you've tried to change in the past and failed, but you're determined that this is the year that you're going to make that change happen. Five habits that will make you better and make your life better. I'd like to encourage you to get out a piece of paper and a pen and make a few notes as you listen today and ask God what those five habits are that need to be changed and then write them down. What I've written down this year may be different than what you've written down, but here are some examples of habits that you may want to consider adding to or changing in your daily routine. You may want to pray every day. Spend time with God every day, not just talking to Him, but taking the time to listen to His heart and what He wants to tell you every day. Read something every day. Take at least 10 minutes to put something positive into your mind every day. It may be a chapter from the book of Proverbs or a chapter from a positive motivational book. You may want to listen to faith messages every day while you're getting ready for work or while you're driving in the car. You may want to write your goals and dreams down and look at them every day so that you can pray over them in the morning and before you go to bed at night. You may want to start the habit of committing to a daily exercise plan. Just 15 minutes or 30 minutes or maybe even an hour a day would change your life. How about starting and sticking with a new eating program to lose weight or become healthy? You may decide that you want to have a habit of making your bed every day and putting things in their place so you don't have clutter in your home. You may want to call on 10 extra people a week so that you can go to the next level in your business. You may decide to stop spending more money than you make each month. Whatever Holy Spirit is asking you to do this year, it's the little choices, the daily self-disciplines that will change your life, that will identify your character and determine your victories that will set you apart from those around you. I recently read Admiral William H. McRaven's book, Make Your Bed. This little book talks about how getting in the habit of doing little things with excellence, like making your bed, can change your life and possibly the world. He says that when you make your bed, you start each day with a task completed. And that is so true. It gives you something to smile about whenever you've had a hectic day. Many years ago, I read Stephen R. Covey's book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And one statement has stuck with me all these years. And I'd like to share that statement with you today. It is this. Sow a thought, reap an action. Sow an action, reap a habit. Sow a habit, reap a character. Sow a character, reap a destiny. Everything begins with a thought or an idea. That's why it's so important to think about what you're thinking about. 
Are your thoughts positive or negative? Are they bringing you life or death? Whether you think you can or you think you can't do something, either way, you're right. Your thoughts will either empower you or defeat you. So think on good things like the Bible tells us in Philippians 4.8, which says, And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Have you ever noticed that you may sense that you have a little scratchiness in your throat? And if you keep focusing on it, if you keep thinking about it, you'll have thoughts that you're taking a cold or you may be even coming down with the flu. And the more you think about it, the worse you feel. And you are probably more apt to start saying something like, well, I'm getting sick. I'm taking the cold. And you think yourself right into being sick. On the other hand, if you change the focus of your thinking to, I have a covenant of healing with Jesus and no symptoms or sickness can come up in my body, you'll be more likely to speak that positive confession and avoid being sick. This is a simple example of choosing which thoughts to think on so that you can reap a positive action. When you keep speaking words of life over your body, it will become a habit and you'll experience a life without sickness and ultimately a destiny of health and wellness. Again, I want to just tell you this statement. Sow a thought, reap an action. Sow an action, reap a habit. Sow a habit, reap a character. Sow a character, reap a destiny. This statement will not only work when you want to change your health, but it will work in every area of your life. The difference between being an extraordinary person and an ordinary person is just a little extra effort to change your habits. A little extra effort takes you from being an average person to an above average person, and it begins by making a heart decision. Everything begins with your heart, according to Proverbs 4.23 in the New Living Translation, which says, Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. So if you want to change your habits, you start by getting your heart and motives right. Changing a habit is a planned process. Wouldn't it just be great if we could just snap our fingers and we would be changed? But you know, it actually takes 21 days of effort and self-discipline to change a habit. You can set your goals and work toward them to change your habits. And while you're walking through the process, you don't have to share your struggles or your victories with anyone but God. Our sweetest victories are the victories that we have in private. Those victories that we share with God before we share them with anyone else. Like the choice to walk out of the kitchen when we want to eat the things that we know we're not supposed to eat. That's a victory. Or choosing to walk away from an unnecessary purchase so you keep that money in your wallet. These are the promises we make and keep to ourselves before we make and keep promises to family members, to friends, and to other people. These little choices build our character. When we work on ourselves to improve our character first, then we can give others hope that they can improve themselves. The seven habits that Stephen Covey shares in his book are habits that bring effectiveness to whatever area of life you want to apply them to because they're based on principles. These habits will bring the maximum long-term benefits possible. 
Because Stephen's book had such an impact on my life so many years ago, I would like to share the habits that have made a long-term effect on my life so that they can help you be more effective in your everyday life. I've added Bible verses as a personal reference to enforce these habits and to help me stay focused on my goals. Since I'm still using these habits on myself to help me be better, I believe that they will help you get started with your life change. And as you begin this new year, it'll help you change your habits. The first habit that Stephen talks about is being proactive. I like to reference Deuteronomy 30 verse 19 in the English Standard Version Bible for this habit, which says, I call heaven and earth to witness against you today that I have set before you life and death, blessing and curse. Therefore, choose life that you and your offspring may live. Being proactive means more than just taking initiative to get things done. It means that we take responsibility for our own lives and our own choices because our behavior is a result of our decisions, not our living conditions. Being a proactive person means that we focus our efforts on our circle of influence. We work on the things we can do something about, and at the very heart of our circle of influence is our ability to make and keep commitments and promises. The commitments that we make to ourselves and to others and our integrity to those commitments is the essence and clearest manifestations of being proactive. I was taught a long time ago that when you say you're going to do something, just do it. And that when you give someone your word, don't make excuses later on why you can't do it. The second habit is to begin with the end in mind. Proverbs 21.5 in the New Living Translation says, Good planning and hard work lead to prosperity. Now, because I'm a planner, this is big for me. To begin with the end in mind means to start with a clear understanding of your destination. It means to know where you're going so that you have a better understanding of where you are now. Then your planned steps will take you in the right direction. You can be very busy without being very effective when you don't have a clear plan to get you where you want to go. The third habit is to put first things first. 2 Corinthians 5.8 in the New International Version says, And they did not do as we expected, but they gave themselves first to the Lord and then to us in keeping with God's will. To be the most effective in your home, business, or job, you have to set priorities and then organize your to-do tasks according to your priorities. The heart of effective personal management is dealing with things that are not urgent, but important. These could be things like building relationships, writing a personal mission statement, long-range planning, exercising, preparation time, or all those things we know that we need to do but somehow seldom get around to doing because they aren't urgent. We need to identify our priorities and then create our to-do lists. The fourth habit is to think win-win. Philippians 3-4 in the English Standard Version says, Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. This is where we set aside our selfish ambitions and think about what's best for everyone so that we can add value to everyone, including ourselves. 
Win-win means that agreements or solutions are mutually beneficial and mutually satisfying for everyone involved with the decision. So everyone feels good about the final decision and they're committed to the plan. The win-win philosophy is a belief in a third alternative. It's not your way or my way. It's a better way. Habit number five is to seek first to understand, then to be understood. Proverbs 1.5 in the English Standard Version says, Let the wise hear and increase in learning, and the one who understands obtain guidance. This is probably the most important habit we can develop because it is a key to interpersonal communication. We must develop the habit of learning how to listen to other people instead of wanting to be heard. The highest level of listening is emphatic listening which means we listen from inside another person's point of view. If you can put yourself in their shoes and see the world the way they see their world, you can understand their perspective and how they feel. The sixth habit is synergy. Synergy is the habit of creative cooperation or teamwork. 1 Corinthians 1.10 says, I appeal to you, brothers, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree, and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be united in the same mind and the same judgment. People can produce far better results together than they could separately. It means that the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. Synergy is where all the different pieces come together to create something bigger and better. And the seventh habit is sharpen the saw. When cutting wood, there comes a time when you'll be more effective if you will just stop and sharpen your saw. Some people don't want to stop working long enough to sharpen it. So over time, they see their effectiveness decrease. Habit seven is taking time to sharpen the saw. And this habit surrounds all the other habits because it's the habit that makes all the others possible. It's preserving and enhancing the greatest asset that you have, which is you. It's renewing the four dimensions of your nature, your physical, spiritual, mental, and social, emotional. Luke 5.16 in the New American Bible tells us that Jesus himself would often slip away to the wilderness and pray. I believe that he did this to renew his mind and regain strength. We don't want to just let life happen. Instead, we want to live life on purpose. So I ask you two questions. Are you being intentional about scheduling your time daily, weekly, or monthly to renew yourself physically, spiritually, mentally, socially, or emotionally? Or are you allowing the urgent things in your life to rule your life? I'm still working on my daily habits. However, there's one thing that I've learned, and that is that I need to have daily private victories. And I get these when I spend a minimum of an hour a day to renew myself physically, mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. These are keys to developing these seven habits. This is where everything begins for me to be most effective in my life, and it brings me peace of mind. I've learned that when I commit to these seven habits and discipline myself to do them, I have calmness in my life and peace in my mind because my life is in harmony with true principles and values. As I close today's podcast, I want to encourage you to seize the day. Make the most of every moment. 
Small changes in your habits today will produce great rewards and benefits tomorrow. You can change your habits and be better simply by taking a step of faith and sticking with it. Don't give up when things don't go the way you planned. Try again, and then try again, and then try again, and you will succeed. Remember, all things are possible with God, and He loves you. He's not mad at you, but He is mad about you. And he has great plans for you this year. I invite you to visit my website, luciaclaiborne.com, for resources that will help you live the victorious life that God created you to live. And while you're there, you can sign up for my daily emails, Faith Builders for Victorious Living, and my monthly email, Victory Thoughts. Both of these will help you build your faith to walk in victory. Be sure to join me again next week as I continue the series on habits.